Well, hello everyone. Day 11 of 21 days. We have hit the threshold of the halfway mark. I'm just going to see if there's anyone coming online. I know today is Sunday. And therefore, there might not be as many people available spending their lovely time in the sun with their family. I do see someone online. If you can, if you can just confirm the volume and the sound. Hello, Raf. Sounds great. Oh, Laurie. So nice to be with you every single day. A fan. Right. So I've been interacting quite a lot with um, a group of you, and it's lovely to speak to you while we're doing these 21 days. It keeps the momentum going back and forth to notice what comes up for you. And this is fabulous information. Um, your feedback is imperative because without it, then we wouldn't know it's a trigger. We wouldn't know it's a limitation. We wouldn't know the boundaries that you're bumping up against, you see. Good morning, Marjorie. <clears throat> Thank you to be with you. Thank you. So today I've decided, day 11, we're going to discuss meditation, but we're going to discuss meditation from the definitions, the descriptions, the categorizing, the limitations that the mind speaks. Remember, the qualities of the mind is defining and describing. And every single time that you hear yourself say, yes, I meditate, but I'm not there yet, but it doesn't work for me but I've not realized it yet. What is that? I literally need to just notice, keep noticing, what on earth does description mean to me? What is describing? And I've just realized that by saying what is describing, I am now describing a scenario, an image of what describing actually is. Everything that comes out of your mouth, that is, comes out of defining and describing, I am not there yet. I am not there yet. It is the mind defining a situation that it is not there yet. It is simply describing what you're seeing. What is being seen? I am not there yet. But when in meditation... What is meditation? It is when you are still and being that you are not in the painting. You are not in character that is defining. You are seeing the character defining. You are that which is behind it, so to speak. You are that which is aware of the character defining. You are the one looking at the meditator that is saying, I'm not there yet. This irritation, it is the noticing, it is the awareness, awareness, it is that which knows. So, I would like you to grab a piece of paper, something, anything, anything you can write on, and a pen. Go, I shall wait. 
now that you have a pen and paper, just be here with me now. Just be here. I'm just going to take a moment or so. Just look at the screen. Now, if you noticed any thoughts arise, can you write down at least three? What popped into your head in that moment of silence? Did you notice anything? A sound? A word? Something you had to do on your list? Wondering what is she going to say? Did the sound go off? What happened? Did you hear any of it? Did you notice anything? Anyone? The reason why I ask is because if you play this game, just a few seconds here and there, where you just stay still and want to just notice what you can see and hear and notice, Notice you had the thought. Notice the thought, I had to pick up the laundry today and I didn't. Notice I ran out of milk and I should have got it. Notice a thought that pops up. That is exactly what we're referring to, the noticing, that you notice. And the noticing isn't a thought. Noticing isn't a description. The noticing is speechless. The noticing is present. And when you in, you're in meditation, it is not a meditator trying to get to awareness. There is no getting to. The noticing is infinitely eternal, always present. It is that which knows. 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 It knows the meditator. It knows the meditator thinking it's not there yet. It knows. It's very much, it can feel very, very much. It doesn't even feel like a feeling. It's a presence. Being. Beingness. Many refer to as isness. But these are just describing something that cannot be pointed to. So it is this is exactly what you will experience when it dawns on you. It's the presence is always already here, always already. It's not something you need to look for. It's not oblivious. It's oblivious to the mind because blessed soul, let's say it again, the mind is a tool that defines and describes. It doesn't know anything. The mind simply points, 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 points and defines and describes, categorizes, pigeonholes, criticizes, judges. It's words, 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 words. It doesn't know. There is no knowing in the mind. Mind defines and describes. And that's how you've actually created the image of you by defining, describing what you think to be you. 
So I was having a chat with a friend of mine last night. Um, it was her morning, my night. And it occurred to us during the conversation that the actual word that meditation is her trigger. Oh, what wonderful news. So as soon as the person, character says, I have to meditate, <gasps> there's a trigger going on. So the meditation is not looked forward to. As the mind says, I always meditate and I never get anywhere. There is no satisfaction. I do not achieve anything. How boring. I'm never going to get there. So if the belief that you're currently holding that is allowing you to experience not enoughness, I'm not good enough. Now imagine if you're holding this belief of your character that says, I'm not good enough. And therefore now you're living out the experience of this character that is not good enough. And now here is this person over here telling you you should meditate. And now you as the belief, I'm not good enough. I tell you to go and meditate. You sit down and the meditator who you believe to be that believes it's not good enough, trying to achieve this is just confirming to itself, you see, you see, you're not good at this. Nothing's happening. So now you've used the actual pointer that could provide you to see that which notices. Instead, you believe to be the meditator, and now by using the word meditation, you are triggering, you're, you're finding it that I am not good at meditating, I cannot achieve anything in meditating, is the actual thing keeping you from seeing. The ticket that you have has become the enemy, the ticket to get in, the opportunity to see. The pointer has now been something that you've created that is now the trigger, that which hurts you instead of being beneficial to you. So what other words can we find without using the word meditator? Remember, anything can be a trigger that can refer to the belief that you're holding in order to be the character, to be the painting you believe to be. It can be words, it can be a perfume, it can be an event, it can be a color. I was personally told the story of someone gets triggered by the color green. Physical pain, something happens. There are people that get triggered by pigeons, people that get triggered by spiders. There are triggers that are indicating what you currently believe about the character you believe to be. But every character you believe to be will present a limitation, will present a feeling of not enoughness, of some sort, shape or form. Because you're not that. When I speak to traders, the thing that hurts them the most, the trigger that hurts them the most, is when they lose, a losing trade. Not because the losing trade is a negative thing, it's because they believe they are the ones that are losers. The losing trade is very, very neutral. But when you identify yourself within everything that you see, you're interacting, you are now seeing the belief you hold. The losing trade isn't hurting you. The thought that you're a loser is hurting you because you're not it. 
I believe I'm not enough. Therefore, when you don't have enough of something, it hurts. And what have you given meaning to? The meaning-making machine. The meaning-making machine is the mind. The mind makes meaning out of everything. It makes meaning out of the color green. It makes meaning out of the perfume that you smelled. It made meaning out of meditation. Meditation is an act that I do that gets me nowhere. I'm no good at it. Ta-da! You found your trigger. You found your trigger, the belief that is not true, that is keeping you from having this, that keeping you in having this experience over and over and over again. I'm not good enough. I'm not worthy enough. I'm not special enough. I'm not important enough. I don't have enough. Lack is a definition. It's a thought. The belief in lack creates suffering. Without those thoughts, without those beliefs, you wouldn't be having the experience that you perceive as lack. Something's missing. Not there. Validate me, validate me, validate me because I hold the thought I'm not good enough. I posted in the group, Kusala uh, Consulting group today. A little video, a little module section of explaining how to fill out the tracking, the awareness tracking sheet or where you jot down all your triggers. So meditation. Let's not call it meditation. Let's find a new word. But any word you're going to give it. It is that moment, any moment, you sit down. Stillness. You don't move. The body does not move. Sit. You become silence. You don't necessarily need silence, tombstone silence around you. There will be noises. But you remain silent, meaning you don't speak. And now you remain still. Why? To observe, to see, to notice. And then the thought will come up. What are we trying to do here? Notice that. What are we trying to do here? It's the mind. Notice the mind in action. Notice the mind in action. Who notices? Notice what notices. You see, if anything comes up, it's the mind again. So noticing is what you're interested in. And no words will ever, ever point it out to you. So if you're waiting for words in the mind to show you what notices, well, then you're missing the point. There we go again. We're missing the point. Notice what arises. Thoughts. I'm not good at this. I'm not good at this. Notice I'm not good at this. Look at it. Sort of, it appears in front of you, sort of thing. Because I'm referring to you, the real you, the one that notices, not the character that is always changing and moving in front of you. Awareness is beautiful because it's it's so obvious that it's so obvious because it never moves. 
It's that which never, ever, 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 ever changes. There's no changing. It doesn't move. It doesn't flutter and fluster around. It's what thoughts do. So meditation, meditating, is that when stillness and silence is required. So just notice that during your day, you're constantly engaged in thought. You're constantly believing something or someone is doing something to you or you are doing something to them or there's the doing and the achieving. That is your whole enchilada, what happens in an experience called vibrational platform boundaries. That is not you. That is definitions, imagery, and the feedback loop of where you currently are exploring. Remember? Awareness doesn't define. Awareness doesn't have images. Awareness is watching you creating images. Remember, it's the painter. The painter knows the paintings. You, who you believe to be the painting, knows nothing. There is no knowing in definitions. There is no knowing in imagery. And the feedback of the feeling is awareness letting you know what you currently believe to be is not you. That's why it feels so off. Awareness doesn't speak through words and definitions. It's a knowing. That's why when you're passionate about something, you just know you're going to do this, you're going to do this, you, go, you just know. And people say, why are you going to do that? And you say, I don't know, I just want to do it. No one's going to change my mind. It just feels good. I just know this. I just trust this. You know, those sensations we try and express when we really, really are tapped on and tuned in and aligned with how we're feeling and that's just what we want to go with. So meditation is not an act that the meditator who you believe to be body and mind sit and trying to achieve awareness. Meditation isn't the issue here. It is the only way to get your attention to sit down and stop faffing around and begin to notice what noticing feels like. That interest in becoming aware of thoughts. Thoughts, a cluster of thoughts together have formed an identity you currently believe to be. I am Rafaela. I am 46. I have short hair. I am Italian. I am and so on and so on. These clusters of thoughts, they're all defining, describing who the image that I've been holding onto and any kind of image you hold on to is bound to be limited. Hence, if it's limited, it's creating some sort of absence of 
who you believe to be. Yesterday, I was um, suggest someone suggested to watch a documentary called Fyre Fiery 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 on Netflix. It's brand new. And while I was watching it, everything felt so off. Oh, I had a terrible time watching that documentary. Reason being is this, this poor chap really wanted to look the part, to look important, to look famous, that everyone's attention was just on him. And he was going to create the biggest incredible party ever, ever thrown, festival, in the whole entire world spending millions and millions of dollars and influences and social media influences. And it was just, yes, look at me, look at me. But he wasn't feeling that important, darling. He wasn't feeling important at all. And you could just feel like the way he was jotting around and being so busy doing, 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 doing. But the feeling part, it was an utter disaster an utter disaster because when you try and look the part, that's what the mind will do. The mind will create the image and will look the part so then at least it feels like it's achieved something when it's looking the part. That's why I say many people waste a lot of their resources trying to accumulate things to look the part on the outside. But what's really happening on the inside is this void of absence, of lack, you're not feeling it. And if you're not feeling it, the experience is going to feel like lackful, struggle, strain, and stress. It's not going to feel joyful and exciting at all. So you may look the part, the mind may achieve in looking the part, but then it's going to get very, very tired trying to maintain this facade. Well, if you're adventurous, go and have a look at it if you have Netflix and you'll you'll get my gist of what the mind is able to create. The mind can only create limitation. Who you really are is infinite, empowered. It knows no limitations. It is that which allows all perspectives to be so you can have individual experiences of this character. But the whole point is to wake up to the fact that this whole character has been created by clusters of thoughts. And clusters of thoughts that, be, that carry on being thought and thought and thought and thought into being are now a belief. And these beliefs are perspectives that through these glasses of beliefs that you put on, you will see and behave exactly to the equivalent vibrational frequency of these glasses beliefs. You can only see what you can see. And for you, that will be the truth. And you are right. If that's who you believe to be, that is your truth. This is your experience. This is your reality. And you will deny any other kind of reality. That's why everyone that holds a perspective will fight for their perspective because that's who they believe to be. 
I am my beliefs, I am my thoughts, I am this perspective. This is who I am and I will defend it. I have to defend my perspective in order to keep this image alive. It just dawned on me, why did I want so many people to believe in my thoughts? Because if they believed those thoughts weren't true, then who was I? Why was it so important that they needed to believe what I believed? Because my whole existence depended on it. My existence depended on it. You must believe me. I will convince you. I will wear you down until you believe me. Beliefs are thoughts. They are definitions. They are descriptions. They are labels. Labeling, labeling, labeling. Defining, describing, categorizing, pigeonholing. Beliefs are just thoughts of words strung together in order for you to then have an imagery of it, which is this. And now you believe to be this, limited, not enoughness. And meditation, in meditation, when you just sit this creation down, when you just put the painting back on the wall and look at it, just notice your creation. But... Bless you, you're not aware that you created this. The painting can't create another painting. You must know the painter. Know yourself as the painter. Yes, oh my God, I do say exactly that. I meditate, but I'm not there yet. Yikes. So that's a good one, Laurie. When you're sitting in meditation, notice those words come up. Have a good look at them. Just the noticing, noticing requires no definitions. Noticing. Just notice. Feel the sense of notice. To notice like when you notice that there's someone behind you there's no word saying hey there's someone behind you there's like this hmm you've no you sensed it noticing okay no words are, are required so the reason why noticing when it begins to be your highlight, it begins to be your practice. That's where Nazar always used to say this one quote that always stuck with me. Practice, practice, practice until it no longer feels like a practice. It is just that now noticing is the whole enchilada. It's like I noticed, notice, words, thoughts arise. So the noticing the noticing becomes more and more evident. Which means awareness, you're, when, the more noticing, you're allowing awareness to come through. So now you're not acting in order to maintain this painting. Now it's inspired action. You'll just be driven to do something and there won't be a definition of why you're doing it. This is exactly what it feels like. And it feels so good in doing it. 
this is how these 21 days came to be. Bring awareness into the experience instead of just saying, I'm doing this, I am doing this, I am doing this, I am doing this. Definition. I am doing this. Who? Who is doing what? I am doing this. I am doing this. Four words strung together. Four words strung together. Is an imagery of this body doing something. Is it so? <clears throat> You've strung four words together and now there's an imagery of these four words. I am doing this. You're not the meditator. You're not the one sitting down meditating. You're that which knows. You're that which notices. So just like this, during the day, stop. No reason, just stop. And take a deep breath with your diaphragm. Let that belly out. Now the mind will come back and say, why did you do that? Why waste time? You've got so much to do. But what happens is that the beingness of allowing the breath to flow, you cannot focus on your breath and think at the same time. So thinking is interrupted. And the more you interrupt thought, with time, awareness will become more evident. The mind won't know what the hell you're doing. You, believing to be the mind, won't know anything. It will look funny to it. It will feel awkward. Who cares? Trust me on this. So during the day, even if you do it like 50 times a day, while you're driving, walking down the street, in a store, waiting in line, when, the, when you sense the mind getting a bit restless, this is a form of meditation. Meditation is when you are not engaged in a thought. Where thought is muted sort of thing. You become more aware of it. So try and do it like 50 times a day in your waking stage. So you, you've introduced meditation into your routine. And even though the mind kept saying, I don't know what I'm doing here, just keep going. It is in your attention to at least an hour a day just sit. And I've just posted in the Kusula Consulting Group some beautiful, beautiful meditations. Um, it's a lovely, it's called Samadhi. And whoever created them, they are absolutely exquisite. So you've introduced meditation into your daily routine. Number two, you've noticed how you feel when you are in imagination. So you've got the noticing factor being practiced there. You're noticing feeling, noticing feeling, noticing feeling. You're noticing feeling while meditating, and you're noticing feeling when you're triggered. So now there's, things are changing for you, darling. All right? 
So notice when you're imagining how that feels. Notice when you're being triggered. Notice how that feels. Number three, uh, number four, because noticing triggers is number three. Today, number four, take breaks at least 50 times a day. So what happens is that when the mind starts thinking, 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 and you just out of the blue take a deep breath, you've interrupted. There's an interruption. So now the thought needs to gain momentum again. And you break that interruption again. Why do you do that? Because everything you want, you want it for the feeling it's going to give you. And if you're on a rampage of creating anxiety or something, and you feel like you're running out of time, and you're running out of something, and you can feel that this is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse, take a deep breath. The breath will interrupt the flow, and the momentum will take longer to get to, to that point again. So just keep breathing with your diaphragm. Keep breathing with your diaphragm. Keep breathing with your diaphragm. What happens with the breathing of the diaphragm, for those that haven't watched my 21 Days Remembering How to Breathe episodes, is that it allows emotions to be released. So if there's anxiety or there's some strain or stress or struggle, it allows it to be released. And now you've got room again to accumulate strain and stress and struggle. But if you don't do that, it's just going to blow up. So these are just daily daily practices that if you combine all of these, by the end of the week, there will be seven. Um, they will assist you. There is no way you can be the same person. Something in you will shift. The mind won't know. It will keep defining and describing where it thinks it is. But from out of the blue one day, you will start defining and describing something completely different. Why? Because you will have moved vibrationally. You won't know the mind. You will recognize that your verbalizations have changed. God, I'm defining things differently. I don't remember saying these kind of things. Your behavior will be different. Your imagery will start to change because now you've landed on another platform. Do you see what I mean? The mind is so accustomed to noticing, I'm not here, I'm over there, because it thinks in linear time. But when you move vibrationally, you'll only notice you've, you've changed once you're on that different platform, because now you're going to hear descriptions completely different. You're going to see imagery completely different, and you're going to have a different feedback. You won't see yourself move vibrationally. So if that's what you're waiting for, to get a confirmation that you are different, well, you're never going to get that feedback. The feedback is how you're feeling. Yay. Someone did suggest that if I have a different... Oh, they are. I'm seeing. Got the paper and pen. Oh, now they've arrived. Yes, I'm here. What is next? What will she say? Do you live inside my head? <laughs> I've had those exact thoughts about meditation too. Until now that I started for 40 days, now I literally look forward to it, which thrills me. I'm so pleased, Laurie. 
Marjorie said, I get lost in the thoughts and forget to notice. No matter how hard I try and stay noticing, it can be a few seconds, too many minutes. Any help on this? So when you say, I get lost in the thoughts and forget to notice. I get lost in the thoughts and forget to notice. I forget to notice. I forget to notice. It's a definition. Who forgets to notice? Noticing, you know one needs to remember to notice. Noticing is always already. Awareness notices always. There's no need to remember to notice. Noticing is happening all the time notice there's noticing right here right now awareness notices that's the qualities of awareness knowing present still is that which that sees noticing always here there's no need to remember to notice when you're saying i forget to notice it is the definition it, you are temporarily believing to be the mind. You're believing to be Marjorie. Who forgets to notice? The character. I get lost in the thoughts. I get lost in the thoughts. Who gets lost in the thoughts? You believe to be the thoughts. You were never lost in the thoughts. No one gets lost in thoughts. You either believe to be the thoughts or you're not. You either believe to be the thoughts or you're noticing thoughts. There is no lost in thoughts and forgetting. You see, it's just definitions. No one's ever lost in thought. You either believe to be the thoughts or you're not. So now the thought, I'm lost in thought, is a thought. It's a description. I am lost in thought. I am told. I'm lost in thought. I'm told. I don't have enough. I'm lost in thought. There's no one getting lost at all. It's a definition of an imagery. I am lost in thought is like saying I'd like a cup of tea. It's the same thing. There is no one getting lost. No one is lost. No one's ever been lost. Lost in thought is a description of what the mind is making this whole thing out to be. It's a description of where it is. I am lost in thought is a thought. No matter how hard I try to stay noticing, that's another one. Who is trying to notice? if noticing is always already. Again, futile. If you're trying with the mind, if the mind is the one trying to look for awareness, it ain't going to find it because the mind cannot know awareness. The mind doesn't find anything. The mind cannot do anything. The mind cannot find anything. The mind cannot do anything. The mind doesn't find. The mind doesn't do. The mind doesn't know. The mind 
is defines, describes, categorizes. It just it just says what it sees. It cannot find anything. I cannot find is a description. No matter how hard I try, who tries? No matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I try, no matter how hard I try. It's a description. No matter how hard I try, everything is labeling. A string of words together. You string a word together and then there's an image that pops up and you see this image of yourself doing just that. And then there's a feeling that comes back and it tells you, it indicates exactly where you are vibrationally. The string of words put together, no matter how hard I try. What is that definition describing? What does that definition describe? What is what belief is it indicating? What perspective is it indicating? Go and investigate. That is your trigger, Marjorie. Write down. I get lost in thoughts. How does that feel? Not good? Write it down. Go to the group and, and get the and create your tracking sheet. That doesn't make me feel good. I forget to notice another trigger. No matter how hard I try, I stay, I cannot notice. That is another trigger. I cannot do this. I am not good enough. Just identify what perspective you're holding that's not allowing you to move from this perspective, to move from this experience. It can be a few seconds to many minutes. Any help for this? I remember in one of the videos I mentioned that I was meditating, three hours had gone by, and for me, the mind, it felt like it was literally a nanosecond. The door slammed and then the door slammed again, and I was convinced that my partner had forgotten something. She had gone out and come back in. Instead, three hours had gone by. And that's exactly what the mind can do. It will measure its sense of time, how long it thinks something took. But even that is an imagery. It's a definition. You don't know how long. When you're in, in meditation, you have no more sense of time. You have no sense of the body. You have no sense of the mind. You don't even know where you begin and where you start. You've gone beyond yourself completely. That the image of you is no longer the highlight. It's disinterested. Awareness completely disinterested. Become disinterested in you and who you think to be. And just stay as presence, as this presence. Be completely disinterested 
allow the mind just to be as it is and you notice it. All these definitions and descriptions, I get lost in thoughts. I forget to notice. Is all that, that just arose. I forget to notice. I get lost in thoughts. Definition, that's a thought. Become aware of the characteristics and the qualities of the mind. Defining, that's a definition. It defines. I get lost in thought. It's a definition. It's a label. I got lost. Lost is a label. Hear it. See it. Notice it. Everything that comes out of this mouth that you believe to be describing yourself, it describes who you think to be. It isn't you. This is very liberating, people. The more you practice it, but the more I keep talking, and the more you try and understand, we're still dealing with trying to get through to you where it resonates. You're not going to figure this out with the mind. It being the mind in action, which will be your revelation, your freedom. And it's not going to be like fireworks and some exotic little thing happening. It's going to be a literally a dawning on you like <sighs> to the degree that you're suffering you will have that sort of realization so because I was sort of practicing 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 the dawning of it didn't occur in one split second it was like now I'm defining describing my reality from a completely different perspective When you trust more and notice more that the noticing of the thoughts is your highlight, not the thoughts, you practice, 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 practice until it doesn't even feel like a practice anymore. This is just what is always happening. This is what's happening. Talking is happening. I am not the one talking. Talking is happening. Walking is happening. I'm not the one walking. Sleeping is happening. I am not the one sleeping. That's exactly what it sort of feels like. I am not talking to you. Talking is happening. Listening is happening. Everything is happening now, 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 now. Experience happening now. So lack can be happening now. Are you the one that's lackful? No. There's a perception here that is being believed that allows me to have this experience. Am I that? No. And when you see it from that, that there's an experience that I am having and I am observing that there's something missing, something's missing here, something for me to create. I can go and create it. I can now put all this focus into the creating. Something for me to do. There's something I can literally put all this love and attention into it. Not to achieve anything. No, because this is exactly what's happening. So in the last week, when we, what I'd like to talk is for you to literally realize 
how lack will be asked. Like these experiences where you notice that something is a missing will inspire you. So my intention is that we began talking about the pain that the character feels when it's experiencing lack. And then the different perspective that lack actually is from the point of view of source, awareness, when you don't, when you've got over yourself as this character, lack is something you're actually looking for. So then you can birth the inspiration and the desire for new elements, for imagery and imagining what can now, where can my focus be directed? Do you see what I mean? It's a lot more playful, a lot more joyful. Life becomes really exciting. Daily practice for today, daily practice number four that I'd like you to introduce into your daily routine is at least 50 times a day. Just stop. Take a deep breath with the diaphragm. That will definitely assist you of interrupting, of interrupting the identity with the mind. Your identification as this is my character. Identification, this is my character. It will just sort of jerk you out of it. And then you'll come back in and you'll believe. Then it'll jerk you out of it. And it'll jerk you out of it. And then at some point you'll actually notice, well, I don't need to go back. Like, hmm. And at some point, this becomes more evident and the character is used for like playful social events. What can it do now? But you're not identified as it. You now know. You now know. And then you go and play. And then you Then you go play. So daily practice number four. Take breaks. Take a deep breath with the diaphragm. If you have any more questions about meditation. Yes, that does sound like fun. That's my intention for all of you. To stop investing so much time in creating. This is what you're doing every day. You're creating your self-image. All this beautiful energy is creating the self-image. Instead... You could be having so much fun with the tools that are provided to you. You have the ability to imagine. You have the ability to focus. You have the ability to be interested in a new, brand new experience from before. Instead, what we've been doing all this time, I've noticed, all this time, all this energy being directed on the self-image. What do you think about me? What do you think? What do you think about me? <gasps> Don't have enough of that. I should get some of that. I should get some of that. 90% of people's earnings go towards trying to fulfill something of this character. When this character becomes a non-issue, where it doesn't have to be pampered all around, now it's pure self-awareness coming through and experiencing, experiencing happening, experiencing happening, experiencing happening.
let's create together. Let's enjoy it. Let's have all these different experiences. But you need to get over yourself. This is not you. The you that's trying to play out the experiences feels limited because it is. It is limited to the perspective it is holding on. Who you are is not limited. It is empowering to realize who you are. You feel disempowered with the limitation. Of course you feel disempowered. And you're right to feel disempowered if you believe to be this. And then the mind says, come on, we've got to do this. And come on, we've got to do this. You don't have time to meditate. You don't have time to notice your feelings. Mm, you don't have time to notice triggers. Mm, you don't have time to take breaks. Come on. You've got a list of things to do. You've got to pick up the kids and you've got to go do the groceries. Then you've got to come home and then you've got to cook. And then you've got to do homework with your kids. And, and I'll never, ever, 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 ever say you need to sit down and do meditate. You'll never hear the mind say that. I remember when I was in Asia and uh, we had this little wooden um, hut in the rainforest. It was, it was lovely. And we had this little terrace outside where the kittens would come and the chickens. And, and I would sit outside there and every time I was at my desk inside and the mind would say, come on, come on, write that blog, keep writing, do something. And this feeling of I gotta do this thing, I gotta do this thing. And I just take a deep breath and I'd go sit outside and I'd just sit. And the mind would argue endlessly and just notice the mind arguing with me. Come on, get up. Go and do that. Oh you've got to do this and then you've got to do that. What if you don't do that? And I would just sit. And you'd say, oh that's being spiteful, but it was just a confirmation that I'm not my mind. And I'd just keep breathing, and I'd keep breathing, and I'd keep breathing. And it was like source just guiding me. And I would just stay where it felt better. And then the mind kept pushing. And I did this every single time. I started writing. And when it, the anxiety started to build up, I'd stop. And what that was happening was I was noticing my feelings. I was noticing how I was feeling. The moment it felt off, it felt awful, I'd stop whatever I was doing, even though I was writing a book or writing a nice quote or doing something that I thought was beneficial, i just stop. Like the moment a trigger would happen, I'd stop. And I'd go sit outside and watch the trees and the birds. Then I'd calm down and I'd come back in and see what inspired and I'd start writing again. And it kept, I carried on writing until it felt good. And those were just the practices I started to insert into my daily practice without knowing if this is going to work or not. But I was willing to do anything just to not feel that consistent pain. I lived with consistent pain here on my chest. Heaviness and crushing All right, darlings, have a magnificent Sunday for those that are on my timeline. And I shall see you tomorrow for day 12. It is soon coming to an end. Just be good to yourselves. Notice 
and do join the group. I've put a lot of resources in there that can assist you. The meditations are lovely. At least allow yourself and sit and listen to them with your eyes closed and just allow yourself to take the time. Write down any triggers that you have about meditation. I've shared the tracking form with you in the group as well. I love you all so very much.